Welcome back inside the Letterman Lounge, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That is Matt Park on the other side of that screen. It's me, Spencer Holbrook, back for another edition of the Letterman Lounge. Pull up a chair, uh, grab a cocktail, whatever you want to do to get comfortable. Welcome in to the Letterman Lounge. Matt, how you doing, man? Good, man. It's uh, it, it's hard to say that you're having a bad time when it's supposed to be 74 degrees on October 26th in Columbus, Ohio, right? I mean, how about Columbus? Just a an incredible display from the, the greatest city in the world here. There's no place like it. There really, you know, no place like Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to the 614 forever and ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to Ohio State for landing a commit, Matt. We're not going to waste any time here. We're going to dump, we're going to jump right in. I guess we can dump right in uh, and dump all the news here. Uh, 2025 linebacker Eli Lee commits to Ohio State. You look at this commitment on the outside. You say, oh, wow, the Buckeyes landed a three-star in-state kid. Who cares? Big whoop. Um, but here's the deal. Ohio State really likes Eli Lee. Ohio State sees Eli Lee as the next in line in a, a line of linebackers they expect to be pretty good and a lot of in-state linebackers they expect to be pretty good. And I would expect, Matt, from an outside perspective, I would expect – Eli Lee to not get like a Buckeye bump, maybe a little bit of a Buckeye bump, but to get a, Hey, this guy's actually pretty good. Once we scout him bump from the fine fellas uh, at on three, what do you, what do you think about this commit from Eli Lee and, and give us some Intel on what you've learned? Yeah. I had a story about this come out. Uh, the impact analysis came out Thursday morning at lettermanroad.com and really, and truly like the biggest thing to me that that matters about this is no other like major power five school was was involved had had really already started doing the homework on on eli lee and maybe that's just because like you know different places are having different positional needs right so like there might be some programs right now who are still focused on linebacker for the 2024 cycle whereas ohio state after getting garrett stover and peyton pierce and then you also pick up nigel glover in the transfer portal which is going to impact the 24 cycle because he's not on scholarship right now, but he will be in January. Uh, so like they're done there, they're done and they can completely focus on 25 and it all starts inward. That's Ohio state's recruiting approach under approach under Ryan day is, you know, you start within the state and then you go out. That's exactly what, what happened here with Eli Lee, the three-star linebacker from Akron, Ohio, plays for Archbishop Hoban, one of the best teams, maybe the best team in the state of Ohio. Um, well, I mean, they're, they're certainly they are expecting and, and preparing to go on a run in the Division II playoffs, which Division II might be the best division in, in Ohio this year, in my humble opinion. Uh, but I digress, as some folks would say. The biggest thing about Eli Lee committing to Ohio State is that it happened early, right? Ohio State has built up this relationship for the better part of like a year and a half now. Uh, he camped at Ohio State last summer, so June of 2022. Camped at Ohio State again this summer. Partook in, you know, some of the recruiting events that Ohio State did this summer, like their Summerfest event, which was like, uh, you know, a, every end of July thing that every other program does, you know, it's a barbecue, they do this, they do that, so on and so forth. Um, and it, it's really James Laurinaitis and James Knowles, J Jim Knowles, James Laurinaitis. Woo. Sluggish start to the day, buddy, I'll tell you. 
it's really those two that are have been you know the driving point in this recruitment for Eli Lee for Ohio State. Uh, the relationship that he's built up with both of those coaches obviously matters. We we talk about relationship driven recruiting on here like it's our job. Huh, it is kind of our job to do that, I suppose. You know, who's to say? Um, and it's just, a, it's a good win for Ohio State now. And down the road, it's going to be a great win because as other programs really start to turn the page on 225 and they see a kid that plays for one of the best teams in Ohio who just finished his junior season with 117 tackles through nine games because Hoban only played nine games. I don't think they played a 10th game. Uh, 117 tackles in nine games as a junior, that's pretty darn impressive, you know? So, and I, I think, you know, everyone everyone wants to jump to the rankings, which that's a natural thing to do. I completely understand that. But he's a six foot three, 215 pound junior linebacker in, in high school um, who can go sideline to sideline, who can make all of the plays and who still has another year of high school football spends. So this is a good get for Ohio State. Um, you know, I, I, you obviously want to see, uh, Lee continue the progressions, continue developing, you know, Hoban is one of the top seeds in division two. So every team that they play is going, to, you know, they're going to get their best shot, uh, throughout the playoffs, which means, you know, added emphasis teams are going to be game planning around, around Lee, which that. That Hoban defense is ridiculous, quite honestly. There's a few guys on there that have offers, uh, like the 2026 corner, Elbert Hill. He also has an Ohio State offer. So, like, there's some dudes out there. So, you can't scheme away from well, everybody. And let's not forget that Elbert Hill tweeted after Eli Lee committed. Uh, I think it was, like, you love to see it or things you love to see. Um, other kids from Hoban are, are taking notice of that. And the Buckeyes have not uh, – it's not been lost on the Buckeyes that Hoban is becoming a program that – uh, hey, you might want to recruit there. They're pretty darn good. Yeah, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Chip Trainum went to Hoban, right? Or he's from the Akron area. I know that. but He did. Not... And uh, in going through, Matt, hilariously enough, and going through some photos of past Ohio State versus Michigan games for no particular reason, uh, I stumbled onto pictures of Chip Trainum on a recruiting visit uh, and his little name tags at Hoban High School. So, yeah, uh, he was at the Ohio State-Michigan game in 2018. But anyway, that was just kind of a fun little plug there. Yeah, so it just opens up the door for, you know, mm -hmm. a, a lot of, I'm not going to say like sleeping giants because Hoban's, you know, been pretty good for a long time. But as it relates to sending guys to the next level and that level of Ohio State, it just opens doors, you know, it re reestablishes relationships with places. Like we saw that with Glenville in the 2023 cycle when Arvell Reese, the linebacker, signed with Ohio State. And now you have Bryce West and Damarian Witten in 2024. So, as someone that's from Ohio, like you and I both are, it's really cool to see these these you know major programs in Ohio kind of get back to that level that we, I guess, kind of grew up seeing. You know, like to me, that's pretty cool. Obviously, Ohio State's going to continue to recruit nationally just because they have to. That's how you win national championships is by recruiting nationally. Um, but to kind of put a, a put a pin in it, put a cork in it um it's put a, good a sock in. yeah put a put a sock in it i guess sure yeah uh this is a good get for ohio state and 
there's a long way to go, obviously. I mean, it's a year from now uh, is really when things will get interesting. I mean, he's an in-state guy, grew up, you know, rooting for Ohio State. Like he told, like, here's a good story, right? Here's a good story that paints the picture of, of Eli Lee to me. Okay. So we spoke on the phone for probably about 20 minutes before he visited Penn State for the Penn State game this past weekend. And he told me that the Penn State visit was his first game as a recruit at Ohio State. But he's been to Ohio State games before. And like last year, he told me that he went to the Ohio State Toledo game, you know, just a, a real primetime banger. Of a, of a game actually um he went to that game with his uncle and was like in the stands you know cheering for ohio state had a jersey you know all of this stuff and then like a year later he's committed to ohio state and i was just like well like what's that like he's like he, he like he can't believe it himself you know that like this is yeah that like this is his life now so he continues a very Impressive run of in-state linebackers committing to Ohio State. That dates all the way back to, I mean, under Ryan Day, they've signed at least one in-state linebacker in every recruiting cycle except 2020. Um, so 2019, you have Tommy Eichenberg. In 21, I believe it's Reed Carrico. Uh, 22, you have C.J. Hicks and Gabe Powers. 23 is Argo Reese. 24, uh, and what, it's... A little less than two months from now, you're going to have Garrett Stover sign uh, his letter of intent. So it's just a, a tradition that keeps on going and a long way to go. He can improve. You know, he can continue to become that Ohio State caliber linebacker. There's also the chance that he could, you know, regress and, you know, maybe things change there. You obviously hope that's not the case, but you have to be real and say that out loud. Uh, so people don't, you know, say we have the scarlet tinted glasses on, but yeah, a nice kid, a good gap for Ohio State, and they continue to build the 2025 class, which now is up to four committed prospects, two of which are from the state of Ohio, the other Ohio, and of course being four-star Bell Fountain quarterback Tavian St. Clair. So, Matt, yes, you know how this, you know how this goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always know how it goes. Yeah. Everyone wants to talk about what's coming instead of what has happened. Yes. So the Buckeyes have a couple guys committed. Uh, the Buckeyes have some good talent committed. Tavian St. Clair. Uh, Eli Lee is next. Um, so he's in the fold now. But everybody says, awesome, go Bucks. Who cares? Who's next? And so that's uh, coming out of this massive Penn State weekend where the Buckeyes had a lot of success on the recruiting trail, uh, hosting some guys, some guys, um, people are saying. Who, who could it be? We're not going to recklessly speculate, but there are a few different answers for this. But also there's some guys who may not be on commit watch, but who could commit down the line because of a successful visit to Ohio State. And I think that's worth uh, discussing here. So I will ask you first, who is will commit next in your eyes? And then after that, maybe we can get into a couple guys who were impressed by Ohio State. Yeah, I think that you asked the question and the first thing that comes to my mind naturally is just going to be Carter Lowe. 2025 offensive tackle from Toledo Whitmer. Um, third game day visit this season, his third visit to Ohio State in five weeks. Uh, talking with a source at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center Wednesday night, Ohio State feels like like they are this close, okay, to to getting 
Carter Lowe's commitment. Like they feel like Ohio State feels so close. And they were, you know, after that Maryland game, like I was I, I was halfway expecting and maybe a little more than halfway expecting that that Lowe was going to commit that week after uh, the Maryland game. He didn't was really close to it. You know, from, from what I understand, he was really, really close to just pulling the trigger and being like, okay, like I've seen enough from Ohio state, you know, the Buckeyes are doing way more than any other program that's recruiting me right now. And it's not like, it's not like, you know, Carter Lowe is just getting recruited by Midwestern schools. Like he took a visit to Alabama and earlier this year, um, like he was in T town. He wants to see Tennessee. Georgia is recruiting him hard. Like, He's a big player. Like he's a, he is a massive target for a lot of places. Just so happens that he's in Ohio State's backyard, and like the perception of that is well. Can can we put the side yard? Because I think Toledo is a little more split, maybe than, but just because like, okay, if you pulled Toledo, there might be as much Ohio State and and Michigan fans living in the same ecosystem. Whereas like even. Even Finley, it's pro Ohio State. You go down like seventy five, Lima, pro Ohio State. But the more you go up there, I mean, we can't. This is not a recruitment that Ohio State was able to take lightly, which is, I guess, the point that I was going to make. Is like, you you can't just like okay, slap the Ohio label on him because he's in Toledo, and it just it doesn't feel like the same thing. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's just like it's worth noting that like, you know. I was kind of getting there in a roundabout way from a national standpoint, right? Yeah, yeah. Programs down south see that oh. He's in Ohio. He's this big time guy. And because of that, he's going to go to Ohio State. But like, that's not necessarily the case. Like, I mm-hmm. mentioned it. Toledo is like an hour and change away from Ann Arbor, who all of a sudden has decided to, like, Michigan has all of a sudden decided to really ramp up its recruiting efforts for Carter Lowe, um, which that that's interesting. Um, you know, there's a lot of things about Michigan that are interesting right now. Um, certainly, its recruitment of Carter Lowe is among those things that is interesting to me about the Wolverines right now. Um, you know, but uh, I, I think I think programs like they obviously you know see this stuff. I'm not saying like they actively seek it out, but like you know, people hear things, and if you're Michigan and you're hearing and seeing that. Carter Lowe has been to Ohio State three times, okay? Uh, Justin Fry and Ryan Day have been to Toledo Whitmer this this fall to see him. Um, like, that stuff matters. And that's stuff that you can't get back, you know? Like, you can't get back the effort that you didn't make. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. Ohio State, like, Carter said this to me Sunday, Sunday afternoon after the Penn State visit. Ohio State from the jump had already separated itself. They were the first like big power five program to offer him. So like that, that means something, you know, and he's not someone that like necessarily grew up an Ohio state fan or Michigan fan for that matter. Um, But it's interesting. I could definitely see him being like the next, like legit next uh, guy to commit. Um, Is this question penciled in boxed into just the 2024? Five class or can it be anywhere matt just i'm here to tell you a question about a question i know that's i'm here to tell you this i'm here to tell you this right now go ahead 
This is your world. I just live in it. I, I if, do not think that's the case. Hey, on the recruiting side of things, you know I just live in your world. So you take this wherever your heart desires, but it is not just 2025 because the card underneath me right there, yeah. or, you know, this has been going around a lot lately, um, but it's actually down here. Um, uh, tells you that commit next doesn't just say 2024, 2025, 2026, uh, 2029, 2015, my graduating class. Uh, so go wherever you'd like, you know, go wherever you'd like. Um, you made the point. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. To go, if you want to go wherever you'd like and you need a ticket for it, you can go to the game time app or game time.co use the promo code Buckeyes and save $20 off wherever you're going to go. Uh, I game time is reads coming too, man. I just didn't see that. game time is the place to go for any of your ticketing needs. You want to go see, uh, Ohio State, Wisconsin this weekend. You want to go see Ohio State play Michigan. Um, you know, assuming that game happens here in a few weeks, you want to go see Ohio State at home against Minnesota the week before and brave the cold, brave the elements. You want to watch a butt kicking that's coming, Ohio State, Michigan State here in a few weeks in the horseshoe at night. Go to the Game Time app, gametime.co. Use the promo code Buckeyes for $20 off your first purchase. Of course, terms apply because they always do. You got to read the fine print with, with the uh, magnifying glass, but you can now go to Game Time, find a ticket. Find a similar sectioned ticket on a different app that might be cheaper. Send that into game time, and then they will refund you 110% the difference. Of course, again, those terms apply, but that's a hell of a steal and a hell of a deal uh, if you can get it. And you can get it on the game time app or gametime.co. Use that promo code Buckeyes for $20 off your first purchase in the game time app. Come see the Buckeyes, uh, as Letterman Row does every week, and you can come see the Buckeyes using game time. Save some money. Anyway, Matt. Um, if it's not going to be uh, 2025, who could commit next? Uh, maybe not like actively going to commit, but I think I think a prospect where Ohio State definitely moved the needle for last week, and this is a guy that I think this show in particularly absolutely loves this guy. So if you've been you know watching the show for maybe like the last month or so, which Thanks for watching. Uh, if you aren't subscribed, you absolutely should subscribe for all of this content and, and more provided by Letterman Row. Um, Devin Sanchez, mm -hmm. the five-star cornerback, 2025 five-star five cornerback uh, from North Shore High School in the Houston, Texas area. It was everything that we, it was everything that we were kind of expecting it to be. And just talking with some folks at Ohio State, it was everything that they wanted it to be. It was the, that like that visit could not have gone any better, is my understanding. His parents, Devin Sanchez's parents, were with him on the visit. Uh, he got to see, you know, the resurgence once again of of Ohio State secondary. Saw Jermaine Matthews, a true freshman corner, uh, go out there and, and do his thing, which understandably so Penn State maybe doesn't have the best wide receivers in in the Big Ten but uh that's an 18 year old kid out there playing against you know guys that have been playing college football for a little bit so that's a big deal like that's significant um all the, from you know relationships time spent with with cornerback coach Tim Walton Defensive coordinator Jim Knowles, uh, Ryan Day is is very heavily involved in this recruitment already. Um, 
by all counts, it was a great visit so much. And so that I put in a prediction into the on three recruiting prediction machine uh, after kind of beating the drum that Ohio State was running this recruitment since honestly about August. This is when I think I've been really saying this. Maybe I haven't yeah. publicly. Go ahead. Credit to you, man. Credit to you. You've been all over this one. I'll, you cool. know, we got we got to give you some flowers. Go ahead and smile. I know you're trying yeah, not to, yeah. but you okay. you've been all over this one. I'll give you some flowers on it. Just doing my uh, job, people, man. The people got to know. Matt Parker's been all over the Devin Sanchez recruitment, folks. Just just doing my job, man. I appreciate that. Um, that said, I mean it's not done. You know, it's not done. I do think Ohio State has separated itself from from the pack here. And it's not done. I do believe that Devin Sanchez is going to Tuscaloosa this weekend. I think it is um, going to check out Alabama technically for the second time this year, but it's the first time in Tuscaloosa because he was at the Texas A&M Alabama game, but that was in college station. So that's like half, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think Ohio state is, has really really impressed um, with what it can offer on the field in terms of development uh, and just seeing that vision. And another thing, something that I, I, I didn't neglect to put in, in my uh, story about Devin Sanchez from the weekend, but something that I should have been a little more thoughtful of. So I will be the first to admit my absent-mindedness here is that all three of Ohio State's 2024 cornerback commits were at the game on Saturday. Bryce West, Aaron Scott, and Miles Lockhart, all three of them were there. And there was a photo that made its way around the interwebs, as my dad would say, um, that there was a photo of Aaron Scott, Bryce West, Miles Lockhart, and Devin Sanchez. Um, and that's that's a pretty impressive photo, you know? Uh, if if you really want to take a step back and be like, huh. So three of those four guys are most definitely 99.9% .9 going to be Buckeyes. Um, now it's just getting Devin Sanchez in the fold. I think that's a recruitment, and this is just kind of my own understanding of some things. I think that's a recruitment where if things keep going the way that it's going for Ohio State this season, in particular the defense, like – Let's say Ohio State just, you know, rattles off W after W for the rest rest of the season. And that's assuming they get to play, <clears throat> excuse me, that's assuming they get to play, you know, all of the games that are on their schedule. Why wouldn't they play all the games on their schedule? I don't know. No, there's some things out there. But still. So Ohio State makes it to the Big Ten Championship. There's another win. They go to the playoff. There's another win. They win the national championship. They win that national championship because of the defense. And winning a national championship does a lot of things on the recruiting trail. I'm sure of it. You know, I haven't covered Ohio State when they've won a national championship. So, you know, I, I don't I can't say I know what that's like, but just talking with people that have, that that takes care of a lot of stuff. And that puts a lot more eyes on the program. So if things keep going the way that they are for Ohio State. I, I, it's, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that that a commitment could happen in like the spring, you know, before official visit season really gets underway. Are we not sure that winning the Big Ten again would help the recruiting department just as much as winning a national title? Like getting back to the top of your league 
says a lot. Like, okay, we're back. We're back on top. Nobody's messing with us. Um, there's obviously a scandal going on with the, with the, the, the top of the league right now. Um, so getting back to the top of the totem pole there as new teams are coming in and as the college ball playoff is expanding, like that's got to help at least a little bit. I think just as much as winning a national title, I think winning a big 10 title can help this team recruiting of like, Hey, you're coming to the premier program in the big 10. Cause they can still sell that because they've won more big 10 titles than anybody since they started playing the, the big 10 championship game. But also like it wouldn't hurt to add another trophy to the collection. I think the only reason why, like, obviously, like a national championship is bigger, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, for and sure. I mean, Ohio State, Ohio State is expected to, like, Ohio State expects itself to win national championships. The fan base expect, like, the fan base expects Ohio State to be in Indianapolis every year. You know, like that, yeah. like it's almost as if like when the schedule comes out that, you know, they have the 12 regular season games and then the Big Ten championship is there and it says TBD versus TBD. Well, it's like Ohio State, it, it almost feels like like Ohio State is just like they already pencil themselves in there, you know, mm-hmm. and that hasn't happened for the last two years. So I think there, there there's some some good roots to your point there, but. I don't know. I I think just the expectation of a national championship versus a conference championship when you when Ohio State has done pretty much nothing but win the Big Ten for the last however many years minus two. So I don't know. I, I'm here for it. I just think a national championship does a lot more. You're here for Ohio State winning the Big Ten. I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, great. you talk about all the time how much fun Indian. Yeah. Has. Is so yeah. like yeah sure. I mean, I'm here for Ohio State winning the Big Ten because then I, I get you know college football playoff and stuff is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they didn't do that. They didn't do it last year, and they still went to the college football playoff. So I guess you don't need to win the Big Ten. It'd still be cooler to win the Big Ten. You know, another Saturday in a in a cool stadium covering covering the team. Oh no, twist twist my arm. Yeah, uh, that's like a real drag. You know. Yeah, uh, Matt, we're we're still talking commits. And potential we commits. We are, yeah. Um, yeah. The Buckeyes hosted 2024 yeah. Florida commit yes. from Clinton, North Carolina. Um, Amaris, Amaris Williams on Saturday for the Penn State game. Let's hear about it. Hey, by the way, folks, Matt Parker all over this recruitment. Uh, he talked to Amaris. Uh, he talked to Amaris and, it is Amaris. and got some good quotes yeah. from him. Okay, Amar. He talked to Amar. It's got some good quotes from him up on LettermanRoad.com. Uh, that was Matt, actually the man. first question I asked him was was how you pronounce your name, which is like one of so, the people like people might scoff at that question, but like your name is the most important thing about you. You know, like it's real easy to pronounce Matt Parker. Okay, like yeah, I get that. Um, but you know, you don't want to butcher someone's name because that. Why would you want to talk to someone if they don't know how to pronounce your name? You know, but anyway, Matt. No, go go ahead. By all means, I didn't mean. Oh, to I sounded like you had just something good ready to tee off. I did, but I'm going to save it. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm pulling up the story that I wrote, and I just want to read one of the quotes, and I'll give the context okay. behind it as well. I have it. I have it. Okay. So the context here's the 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 note before the quote. Okay. 
But it wasn't just Larry Johnson he spent time with. Williams and head coach Ryan Day had a one-on-one where the first question Day asked him was what family means to him. But he also asked Williams why he could see himself at Ohio State. Quote, it was just a feeling when I got on campus, he said. I felt peace when I got there, and it's just love here. That's really what I felt coming to Ohio State and leaving. So a lot of, you know, a lot of that could just be, oh, that's just post-visit glow. That's just, you know, recruit talk, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Maybe some of that is true, you know. I get the feeling after talking with Amaris Williams and talking with people at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center Wednesday that it's not just recruit talk and it's not just, you know, the post-visit glow, which that does exist and that happens to everybody. Um, including kids that are, you know, that have no interest in Ohio State and are just there to see a top 10 matchup, you know, whatever. But the most important thing is that Amaris Williams is a position of need for Ohio State in this 2024 class. Uh, they ha- The Buckeyes do have three defensive linemen committed, headlined by the five-star duo of Justin Scott and Edric Houston. But Justin Scott is he's a defensive tackle and Edric Houston is really like that strong side defensive end. What we see JT Tumimoloau do on Saturdays and Ohio State needs an edge rusher like they need a guy that's quick off the edge. Someone that, you know, can really do some damage. And while Amaris Williams is listed as a defensive lineman, uh, he's currently committed to Florida and the Gators scouted him as an edge rusher. And I, I don't. Well, that's how Ohio State sees him. He's about six foot three, like 265. So he's on the shorter end of that and still kind of big. But like if you can get the weight down, uh, th- there's a lot of opportunity for, for Ohio State, especially with how Mick Marotti is, you know, and how he can transform, how he and his staff can transform guys. There's a lot of opportunity and ways for that to happen. But just my biggest takeaways in speaking with Amaris after the visit was just the family feel at Ohio State and the brotherhood. Like people scoff at that all the time and they joke about it. But like, that's a real thing, man. Like you and I are how often we're around this program. Like that's not just something that they say. Like that's a real thing at that place. And Amaris made the point that when he was done with dinner Saturday night, like he saw defensive linemen and wide receivers like hanging out together. And like, yeah, that that's a thing because Ohio State is 18. And, you know, like that's what they do. That's the culture of the program. When people talk about culture, like, yeah, it is a cliche, but cliches are kind of like based in truth a little bit. So it, it, it's a culture standpoint of Ohio State that's been a major selling point. And then, of course, you know, Amaris Williams had a front row seat to watch that defensive line do nothing but eat all day long against Penn State. Yes, he did. Who Penn State's tackles are pretty good. You know, they're pretty good. One of them is going to be a top 10 draft pick, in my opinion. And uh, JT earned his his first round draft pick status Saturday, this past Saturday, in my opinion. Uh, if he didn't have it after the Notre Dame game, and maybe understandably so, um, he he certainly got it after Penn State. And when you are, it, it's moments like that where there's such a trickle down effect. Okay, because Ohio State wins that game large, largely because of its defense. 
and largely because of its defensive line making Drew Aller's afternoon just a nightmare. Okay. Um, I think it was Andy, Andy Backstrom told us that Ohio State had 30 pressures or something like that. And 30, yes, that is a like, correct number. That's ridiculous. Okay. Like that's ridiculous. In a top 10 matchup, you have 30 pressures. And so Ohio State, Ohio State wins the game. Ohio State wins the game because of its defensive line. The defensive line goes off because JT Tuimolowau, along with others, just have a field day. There's a recruit in the stands watching that and sees all of those things connect and thinks to yeah. himself, this is a speculative, this is a speculatory line from me right here. That recruit watching that in that atmosphere where that was hands down the best crowd at Ohio State this year, arguably since last year's Notre Dame game, in my opinion. In the show. I thought the crowd Saturday was better than it was for the Michigan game. Loud yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I think that was the best the crowd has been since Notre Dame last year, since the season mm -hmm. opener last year. Um, so that's 105,000 people just going nuts. Okay, And that was with even two empty seats, one on the 50-yard line on Penn State side and one on the 50-yard line on Ohio State side. There were two empty seats, and the place was still really loud. Yeah. So the difference, the the difference that two voices can make, you know, just peep. Yeah, I can't think of a good joke here, but good on you, buddy. Good on you. Um, all of that adds up, right? Like all of that means something, and Ohio State knows that. Um, they want a loud atmosphere for games like that because it's obviously that that's part of home field advantage. But like in the back of your mind, you have to think that that's a selling point for recruits. You know, like it obviously is. Look at how many recruits Notre Dame hosted when Ohio State was there. And Notre Dame yeah. Stadium was rocking, man. Like my ears were ringing for three days after that. So, and like if Ohio State and Michigan get to play, think about, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. That If Michigan and Ohio State are able to play and if Michigan is able to host kids, think about that place. You know, that's 110,000 people, I think. So, yeah, that place, that place is nuts for that game. I, I, these, these are all jokes, by the way. I, I don't think that the game is going to get canceled. I, I just like making the jokes. Yeah. I'm just throwing out the ifs because if it does, you know, I just, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm it's protecting myself here by saying some of these things. Anyway, my point is in all of this, the on field product with all of the intangible things, that all adds up. And when that all yes. adds up, you have a kid who has, like, these are his options, right? You have one program that has two wins against top 10 opponents right now and really controls its own destiny for the rest of the season. You have another team that, for whatever reason, can recruit its tail off. How it goes about recruiting its tail off is neither here nor there. But you have a, that program, you know, can't can't seem to put it all together for whatever reason. Which well, I think it's also notable that, that Florida plays Georgia this week. Yeah. And maybe the Florida defensive line looks really good against a good Georgia offensive line, but maybe it doesn't. And then that adds another layer to this onion. So it's you just, know, you know. Like ogres, recruitments are a lot like onions. There are layers. Okay. Like cakes and parfaits. Everybody like a good parfait. You know what else everybody likes, Matt? What's that? The bird the bird dog shorts and pants right. and polos right and hats. That, 
Yep. And right now, if you go get a shirt, a polo shirt, a pair of shorts, a pair of uh, joggers, a pair of golf pants, or, you know, one of those awesome bird dogs hats that we've come to know and love here at the program, you get a free hydro flask style water bottle. If you use the promo code LR at checkout, or you go to birddogs.com slash LR, we love bird dogs. Right now, there's only one thing between me and this chair that I'm sitting in, and that is the wonderful bird dogs gym shorts. They are just incredible. I love them. I would stand up and show you, but I think people would be mad if they saw my butt. Um, and they say bird dogs on the butt, by the way. Um, so I love my bird dogs, Matt. I cannot talk about them enough. I get complimented on them all the time. Tim May gets complimented on the bird dog's hat. Ad nauseum. Like folks are always like, hey, Tim, that's a really nice hat. Where'd you get that? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Bird dogs. And that's what I'm saying. Bird dogs is a place to go. Use the promo code LR. Get a free hydro flat style water bottle with that checkout. We had somebody in the YouTube comments, Matt, on one of our videos recently. It was like, hey, uh, I have a pair of shorts on the way that I didn't need. Thanks, guys. I was like, you're welcome. Because hey, now you got that. a pair of bird dogs. Yeah. I yeah. And then this week he comes back with a comment and he says, hey, I got my shorts. They're awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, real testimony from folks who are not uh, reading this on, on a show, but are just using it because it's a great product. What do you think about bird dogs? Have you made the flip, Matt, to bird dogs? I mean, I told you before we started recording that I bought a pair of pants. Like, they're on their way. So, because it's, uh, I, we started the show by talking about that at 70, it's going to be 74 degrees, but that's not going to last forever, you know? So like, I want a nice pair of pants. And uh, when we, when bird dogs sent us the nice care package, uh, I, I got, I, I, pant size didn't work for me. A little too short. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a taller guy, you know, you know, and uh, the pants were a little mm -hmm. too short. So I got the right pants on the way. I'm very excited, and I think the listeners, the audience, the folks at home, should really mm -hmm. look into it because they're pretty, they're pretty doggone comfortable, you know. I love them. I cannot stop wearing them. I'm gonna wear them on the drive to Wisconsin. Let's say you're driving around Big Ten country, um, you know, whether you're gonna go cover a game or you're gonna go sit in the stands and potentially watch uh, each sideline. When you're driving, they're super comfortable to drive in and to get to where you need to go. If you need to go cover a game, I've covered a game in my bird dog's uh, pants. Might do it again on Saturday. Who's to say? You'll see in the rapid reaction uh, after the game. But I'm going to do it all in bird dogs because that's what I do, man. That's what I do. Here's a question for you. Do you think – so it's bird dogs, right? Do you think mm -hmm. it's a bird that barks or a dog that chirps? Let us know in the comments. I think it's a bird. I'm not a, I, I think it's a bird that barks. Imagine that. I'm not a I'm not at liberty to say. You know, think about that. Just like a little cardinal, a little robin, but a German shepherd bark. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> well birds <laughs> aren't real, so well, bird dogs are real, so and go get a pair today. Yeah. Matt, what say you? Let's get out of here, Matt. Uh, <laughs> make sure to like video down below hit the little thumbs up that'd be great uh subscribe to the youtube channel we would love to have you come hang out lettermanrow.com one dollar for the first month it doesn't matter about pricing after that it really doesn't uh because you'll be so in love with letterman row after the one dollar for the first month that you'll be willing to pay any amount of money for letterman row uh that's a personal guarantee letterman row matt's doing a great job on the recruiting side andy backstrom tim may and i on the team side uh, alex flightman providing some good scoop scoopage as the kids say uh, on the recruiting side as well, alongside you, Matt. You're doing a bang-up job right now uh, covering the Buckeyes and their recruiting efforts in 2024, 2025, 
and beyond. Come get all of that coverage at LettermanRoad.com. The Letterman Lounge message board is the place to be. We'll see you over there as we get out of here on this Letterman Lounge and head to the other Letterman Lounge, that message board. We'll see you guys later.